Good evening and welcome back everyone. Merry Christmas Eve, happy holidays. And thank you again for coming back for one more day. I mean, if you made it to day 23, why wouldn't you? You know what I mean? No, I'm just kidding. I appreciate um, every one of you that have li listened thus far and have continued to listen since I started this adventure with the podcast. So, but without further ado, Let's get into day 24 and then let's recap the, the this year's advent calendar. So day 24, oh, excuse me. Uh, I need to get in the habit of introducing myself. Uh, I'm Boris or Bori the Blade, your, your host for the podcast. And this is Beers with Bori. And today, as I mentioned before, it's day 24, the last one of the calendar. And it is yet again, another repeat beer, but still one of the better ones from even from last year so this is Ladenburger's Weizenbach Hell comes in at 7.4 percent it is brewed by Browery Ladenburger out of Nula Germany so a Weizenbach is essentially a big it's like a big we um what's the word it's like a let's let, let, let's use the imperial term or like a double Bach, right? Like a double IPA where it's a standard IPA is like 6%, six and a half. A double IPA, you know, bumps up to like eight, eight and a half, right? So you can think of this as a double Hellas, right? So a, a Hellas is normally 5%, five and a half at most. This kicks us up all the way up to 7.4. You can think of it as that. Uh, the reason but the Weizenbach term is because Bach is just it, it essentially means big beer. Um, this one is a hell, which is a, a pale in color, so golden. Uh, it is not filtered. Um, I have a little bit of a haze in here, but they are also Weizenbach dunkles, and that's just a dark. So a dark Weizenbach is what it basically translates to. And those are darker in color. They look like, you know, porters, maybe a deep dark, like a darker brown ale. Not not necessarily a porter. A porter would be a porter color would be too dark. Think of like a like a brown ale, really. It's what it kind of comes down to. Depending on the malts they use, of course. But most Weizenbach Dunkles are uh like deep dark brown ale in color. This one on the aroma, so today's Ladenburgers, um, Weizenbach Hell. On the aroma, this thing is, it's got, I'm picking up like, like ripe, it almost smells like peaches, but not, I don't think it's peaches. It's a ripe, it's a definitely a ripe fruit. Like, like it's been, it's, it's ripe, you cut into it, right? It's not cold, so it's room temp. And it gives off that, just that very strong, ripe fruit aroma. And if you can think of a fruit, <clears throat> excuse me, if you can think of the fruit, it's probably, it's going to be peaches. I'm getting peaches. Mm, yeah, a little bit. It's just, it's really good. It's a great aroma. On taste, uh, I've been letting it warm up a little bit because it was way too cold. 
it is mm. yeah that fruit flavor translates into the into the sip too oh i dig that i like that i forgot how good this was for halfway through the calendar last year i was very excited to have basically gotten this because last year's calendar ended with a weizenbach dunkel which i was so happy and it turned out to be an amazing dunkel um yeah this is this is solid it's a good way to end it no complaints here um even if it is a repeat no complaints all right well i have my photos up from this year and have photos up i also have the um the episode review so i could definitely get the names right okay so let's recap this year's shall we so we started with uh the schnitz bomber hell um which if i recall was a was a repeat i'm looking at the picture now um no actually i think this was a new one yeah i think this was a new one either way we started with a hell <clears throat> we started with the hellas which excuse me again which was kind of like my biggest complaint last year was we just there was a boatload of hellas's last year um this you know this doesn't stand out it it wouldn't to me because it is a standard hellas lager pale lager you know there's um there's nothing really exciting about it i guess is the simplest way to put it um but it had to start somewhere right you had to you had to start somewhere you're not going to please everyone uh and then we went into day two with another one grantler hell and that one was a repeat for sure from last year it's it was spot on i mean a lot of these hellises really weren't uh a departure from the standard you know so they definitely um they definitely hit the nail on the head with it even if even if we we saw hellises a lot so but again nothing too spectacular about it other than it was straightforward uh day three brought us the uh first carl pills this was an unfiltered one uh this was a new beer because last year we had their keller beer and this was this was awesome this one was i would probably say near the top is my favorite this year um not because it's a new beer but because it was an unfiltered pills and you just don't see those not many breweries do that Mo and that's due to the fact that the style the pill style's always been like a a showpiece of beer and lagers right something crystal clear golden color bright white head that sticks around um when you go unfiltered it just takes away from that elegance i guess is, is the safest way to put it i i mean beer is beer right like i get it but at the same time back then um beer was not considered it, it was it was alcohol so it was only really for the rich and the privileged um and by the time the pale lager 
the pale lager became the style of the world, uh, beer was more or less the, the normal person's drink. It wasn't for just the rich. Um, and the pills just, and because it was so refreshing and arguably relatively easy to make, um, it became what it is to this day. So that one, yeah, this for sure right now, um, probably top, top five for sure. <clears throat> Excuse me. All right. We move on to day four, which was the Curb False Brow Keller beer. And I love Kellers. And this was also a new one because last year, I believe we got their, their, their pills. I remember correctly. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. Oh my goodness. Uh, yeah, Keller's. I absolutely love Keller beers. Like, it is one of my favorite styles that I was had the pleasure of having. Had the pleasure of drinking in Germany. Um. No, okay, I was wrong. So last year we had a Hellas from this brewery. This year we got their Keller pills was close i think i said pills but pills and hellas are almost interchangeable the only difference is one isn't considered a pills because it isn't made with exclusive pills and malt um yes keller beer this is another one that i would put in the top five um but it only is going in the top five because it uh is a brand new beer um the style yes it wasn't very present this year um i actually think we only had one keller beer last year too uh but this was more or less just due to the fact that it was a brand new beer and it ended up being just a really really good beer for day four very happy about that and then moving on to day five we had schwartz tints collapsed out this one was not good this really wasn't a quote-unquote stout this really was just a dunkel beer just a dark beer um this was new, but it didn't like, you know, take me by surprise or it didn't stand out for me. It was actually a very, very disappointing beer. Um, even at 6.2, you would think it would have more of a presence in the, in the taste, but it really did not. <laughs> it really did not. It was just a big disappointment. Okay. Day six brought us the Graminger Weissbrow. This is the Dunkel beer. This was a repeat from last year. This is the Kurta. Um, even though it was a repeat, this was a really, really good beer. I love vice beers and the Dunkles are some of my favorite styles of vice beers. And this one is definitely in the top five. So we got three in the top five, really there's only room for two. And, um, the more and more I read through the list, I'm pretty sure I only have two anyways. All right. Day seven was the land gang Browery's the Hellas. This one, um, yeah this was a new one last year from this brewery we got i believe their pills yep it was a bright green can uh that one was their Langang pills this is their Langang hellas um this even though it's a hellas and even though we've we already what day seven we've had three um it was so good this one of the Hellas's, I think this is the best one of this calendar. I've really, really enjoyed it. Like really, really enjoyed this one. For sure. This will be in the, this is in the top five as well. So we got four or five already. Not much room there, huh? All right. Moving on to day eight. 
day eight brought us the stein beer dark special this was i believe a new beer i do not recall having this one last year um this was it was all right it you know it delivered it was flavorful but it wasn't like oh my word flavorful like wow um but i am happy that i we, we got a new beer i mean that's that's probably the biggest highlight was that it was a brand new beer um but this this wouldn't be in the top five it would be if i were to go actually go top 10 it would be in the top 10 because it's a brand new beer but that'd be the only way that'd be the only reason i'd even put it in the top 10. okay day nine was the Hollow Tower Hopfen Cuvée. This will probably round out. Yeah, this will probably round out my top five. This one was, this one was really good. Um, the, I think the simple fact that they it, it, they stuck to traditional Hollow Tower hops, which are already tried and true, and used everywhere in the world. If if you even remotely make something European, um, and then it was a brand new beer, so it was like two two pluses. This one, yeah, this one easily rounds out the top five. Now, of these top five, I can e you can easily rotate one, you know, all around. They're all by far my favorite of my favorite five of the twenty-four. That that's probably the easiest way to to, to say it. Um, that Hollow Tower, the aroma, the flavor, it was just super easy to drink. Great flavor, just the right amount of bitterness, just the perfect amount of uh, amount of aroma from those noble hops. Um, the malt, even, even if it was, you know, simple one or two malts at most, it still was just like, it was, oh, it was lovely. Okay. So day 10 brought us the Unser Burger Brow. Uh, this one, um, I had never had, even though I saw it everywhere in Germany and it wasn't in last year's calendar, but this was still just like a plain beer, a good one nonetheless, but it was still very plain, very boring. Um, it didn't really... It, it, it would just be a beer you know it'd be like one of those everyday beers that you that you go to uh borderline like a Coors Bud Miller type of beer just you know not those um again nothing nothing too amazing coming out of that one okay and then day 11 was the Sklos Browery's Hottenthon <laughs> Hottenthon Tannen Hell Lager yeah that big huge thing this was a new beer um I did like this one a lot um but again it was just it's perfect like a normal hellas you know what i mean like there's nothing you're not blowing any minds with it it just was really really tasty it delivered exactly what it needed to deliver nothing more uh and nothing less okay so day 12 was tyne's knockers 15 1543 uh marzen fest so this is uh this was our first marzen slash october fest of the calendar um, it was not a new one. It is definitely one from last year, but it is a really, really good Marzen. Uh, it is a really good fest beer too, but again, it's nothing, you know, it, it's, it's not standing out. It's not a standout from all other Oktoberfests that come out of Germany. Uh, although for the American market, we tend to get the Marzen styles and in Europe, they tend to stick with the pale lagers, just a higher alcohol version. So it's like a Hellas turned up by maybe one percent so instead of five it goes up to six instead of five and a half it's like six and a half but they're pale golden versus being like mars in slight amber color 
and this is exactly like any other Marzen. Very, very good beer. Very, very good beer. Day 13 was Wein Weininger's Homat Weiss beer. This was a repeat as well, but this was, I believe this is the only clear, excuse me. This was the only Weiss beer hell that we had this year. We had the Dunkel Weiss already, the Kurta, and now we're ha and we had this this vice beer and unfortunately it was the only vice beer i actually am very surprised we didn't get more than one um but i will take it this was very good it was also very good last year this was would be a strong consideration for, for cracking the top five uh, but because it was a repeat i think it fell short in my book <clears throat> Okay, day 14, it was a Kozo Hellas Lager. This was with the Owl Beer. Uh, it's a Hellas. It is not a repeat. Last year we got, I believe, their Pills, and this year we got their Hellas. Uh, yes, last year we got their Pilsner, and this year we got their Hellas. So, yeah, nothing, nothing stood out on this one. Not bad for almost, you know, just cracking at the halfway point of this year's calendar, but nothing spectacular. Uh, day 15 was the Uberkel Bamboule Pilsner. This one, the can, the can alone is already a massive plus. Uh, the can art, the label is killer. Um, and this was an all new brewery and all new beer to me and to the calendar, which was a massive plus. It seemed unfiltered. And I'm pretty sure if I remember correctly, pulling up the beer tasting app that is that accompanies this beer calendar um it mentioned that it was a slight hazy and looking at my photo right now it is slight hazy but it like not hazy don't think hazy ipa hazy not that like think like a slight hazed look of a pilsner that's essentially what you need to picture um if you're not looking at the picture as you're listening to this and yes this was this was a very very strong consideration as well this would probably be number six for sure and then the vice beer would be number seven man this one was a pleasure absolute pleasure okay so i just lost where i was oh i was on 15 all right day 16 the Hernbrow traditional fest beer their tradition fest beer uh, i believe this was we had this last year it was good you know like that's it it's good I'm just verifying that we did have it last year. I'm looking through my photos right now. Uh, and no, we did not. So this was a new beer and a new brewery, I believe. No, we've had Hernbrow before. Yeah, we definitely have had Hernbrow. Uh, but this particular beer was a new one to us. Yeah, so last year we had Hernbrown's Zwickle. A Zwickle Keller, which was one of my favorite from last year's calendar. Um, but we did not have this this particular fest beer. Yeah, it was good. This was a very, very traditional pale, pale lager style, um, except for it was only 5.5% instead of 6.0, which is what most German Oktoberfests are brewed to is around 6%. Specifically, the ones in Munich, they're all 6%. Okay, day 17 was the Familian Browery's uh, the Marie Hell. This is the one with the daughter on the can. Uh, again, very standard Hellas. Like, it's really good. It's just a standard Hellas. It's, you know, not good, not bad. 
or excuse me, not great, but not bad. Right in the middle. Okay, day eight, day 18 was uh, Private Browery's H. Edgar's Wiener Lager. <laughs> uh, straightforward lager. This is just a pale lager. It's there basically Hellas without calling it a Hellas. Um, yep, straight, literally straightforward lager. That's it. Nothing more, nothing less. Uh, and then we moved into the repeat and the only IPA category or labeled IPA beer this year, but it is a repeat from last year. This is uh, the Perlin Zauber IPA. Uh, bad, terrible, did not hold up well. Most likely didn't hold up well last year either. Um, it's unfortunate, but this was like an old, imagine just an old IPA. That's really what it was. It was just an old IPA, well past its time. It's real unfortunate. Um, then we moved into day 20, which was the Earl Hell, just a repeat from last year again. Another straightforward hell. Uh, I believe this was what day was this last year's towards the end as well, which I thought was kind of funny. Um, it was day 19 last year, so yeah, it was almost towards the end. Um, yeah, just straightforward, kind of like. I think in that episode, I, I basically called out, all right, we're going to have at least two more Hellas's or two more repeats or something like that. Um, and then the very next day for day 21, we got the Perlin Zauber Pale Ale, the German Pale Ale. So the the, the little the little brother to the IPA, um, but it was exactly like the older brother, a Pale Ale that was past its prime. Um, it actually just tasted like the light version of the IPA. Like it literally is the same exact recipe, except for they just dial back everything by 25%. It's kind of freaky because I didn't think it would be that way. Cause usually a lot of breweries that make a pale ale, excuse me, and an IPA, they're, they don't taste the same at all. So this was, this was kind of surprising how it tasted so similar yet was a completely different style. Um, it still wasn't good. It, it passes prime exactly like the IPA. Uh, and then we had day 22 was a Sklosh Brows, Retta, their Hoosin, Hoos, Ren Trunk Lager, Pale Lager, but in, but it says Pale Lager, but brewed in the Marzen style, which really isn't a Pale Lager. Marzen is more of an Amber Lager. Anyways, um, this was quite good. This was a repeat. It's held up very well. If it was, you know, even though it was from last year, not saying it was canned, that, I, I just implied that it was like can a year ago and then we got it again. No, that's not what I was trying to imply. Um, I spoke incorrectly. This was very good, even though it was a repeat beer from last year. This was really good. Straightforward, nothing, nothing spectacular, but still a really good beer. And then yesterday was the Flotzing of Hell. Um, a repeat from last year again. This was... This might have been the most boring one, honestly. Um, out of all the Hellas's, to be quite honest. Uh, but it still had to be in the calendar. We got it. And that was yesterday. And then again, today was the Landenberger Weisenbach Hell. Um, yeah. So definitely the top five. Those would be the, the five for sure. And then the, the Vice Beer and the, um, the Pills would be just outside of it. Those... those five and then the honorable mentions for six and seven are killer uh, i hope that they bring 
some of i would not mind having those seven again next year at all i would mind having all the other uh 17 that are in here that are even if they were new um i don't want them i i, I would prefer not to have repeats ever but I, I understand that they can only get so many from certain breweries or they just locked in a bunch of breweries that every year they make this calendar for them and if a brewery only makes six beers then we're gonna have repeats no matter what and i have as far as because in it, so in germany the advent calendars were different um i would buy two different ones one was the craft beer styles all from germany or from europe as a whole and then i had an international style advent calendar which covered basically everything from the world it had japan it had us it had belgium the netherlands germany austria i think i had luxembourg czech republic england ireland i don't think it had scotland but those are the two calendars that i would get in germany almost every year so i always got and they were they almost never repeated even across the two calendars that didn't repeat but here it, it it did and this this is the one that caso gets and this is the third time i've i've gotten it um and i'm pretty sure they've only ever added like two or three new beers each year uh i'm not looking at year 2020's calendar um but i know i know this year's calendar it had me recollecting beers that i've had before thinking it was last year and then after recording and after editing i realized it was actually from the year before in 2020. so they there are repeat beers as in repeat into the calendar but they weren't back to back from 21 year from year 2021 to year 2022. um at least not for this calendar well hope let's hope next year's calendar isn't a repeat of 2021's <laughs> and skipping 2022 altogether um, but I look forward to it, um, regardless of where we may be, if we're still in California or if we've moved back East, we, uh, I will definitely be buying it. Um, I, like I said, at the beginning of this, this year's adventure, I wasn't even going to get it, but then I looked at the, at the, at the cans on the side, or I looked at the, the list and I was like, oh, there's actually enough new ones in here that, um, it's enough for me to justify it. And then of course it had some really good beers that i know uh would would be nice to have again because this is really the most diverse german set of beers that i get that i can get out here um that's that's true german not like an american brewery making german styles but yeah all right well this is almost 30 minutes of an episode which is nice um glad to have a nice longer format i do like the speed runs but you know i do miss also talking a little deeper about a beer or a style or the history of something. So thank you again. Thank you so much for all the interaction, for all the listens, um, for all the likes, retweets, whatever the shares on, um, hive. I really do appreciate it. Um, I will not be waiting another year to make a podcast. I do. Like I said, I have already at least the Porter episode, like three quarters edited. That's going to be a long one. Uh, I'll warn you now, it's probably going to push like 45 minutes because that one was recorded during a live stream. So I've had to edit it heavily. <clears throat> Excuse me. I've had to edit it heavily because 
the conversation was with uh chat during a live stream on uh on a friday night with beer uh with beers with bori so the first 15 minutes of like the two hour recording was basically me just catching up with folks and chatting about video games so that was it might actually be an hour episode now that i think about it um yeah so just be warned as soon as you see it published that it's a porter episode one it's old it's from like a year and a half ago and two um it's gonna be long so hopefully you can split it across a couple days during your commute or when you're walking a dog or when you're doing the dishes or making dinner whatever um but yes i i promise i will not wait another year to record again um yeah i'm really sorry about that okay i think uh I think that's a good time to end it. Thank you so much. Merry Christmas. Happy holidays. Of course, everybody take care of themselves. Take care of yourselves. Take care of one another. Um, make sure you hug somebody today. Make sure you tell somebody you love them. Um, you never know. You got you to gotta cherish these moments together. So um, see you and listen. We'll see you. No, maybe. No, I won't see you. You won't see me. I mean, unless I stream again, which... I haven't in six months. Anyways, I'm rambling. Okay. Good night. Happy New Year. Of course. Let's make, let's kill 2023. Let's kill it. All of us. No matter what you're doing, we're just gonna kill 2023. Um, let's put what's happened in the last two and a half years behind us and move forward. All right. That sounds like a plan. That's a good plan. Okay. Take care. Good night. Cheers. Prost. <laughs>